They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. This is They're Coming to Get You. My name is Brent Terhune. And I'm Gavin Eddings. I don't know why you decided to treat us to a song version of it, but it sounded like you were about to go into like a deep Metallica. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> give me is... fuel, give me five, they're coming <laughs> to get you! They're coming to get you. I have tried to decided to put a little oomph into it. Because yeah. uh, I edit these podcasts, and sometimes I... I think I'm a little low energy, Brent. So I decided to put a little oomph into it this time. Probably because you got low T. Have you heard of Nugenics? Uh, I do have low. T- I have lowercase T. That's true. <laughs> um, but also, I think they say if you have high T, you lose your hair more. So I think I just have high T in my scalp area, <laughs> but low T everywhere else. Listen, Frank, I love uh, those Nugenics commercials. I don't know if we talked about it before, but I watch like wrestling, and that's like the one thing I watch yeah. on regular TV. And there's mm-hmm. always the Nugenics commercials, and it's like Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie just fucking their way through the neighborhood. Yeah, just, just oh, and she'll like it too. And like, why is Doug Flutie eye fucking my woman right now? Yeah, shouldn't he be selling flutey flakes? Not, <laughs> not flutey fucks. <laughs> yeah, and Frank Thomas, like, if Frank Thomas comes after your woman, like, you just gotta give her up. It's just Mr. Studio Girl. <laughs> He's like Pele from uh, Midsummer. You ain't got a chance. You ain't that's got a what chance. Got Midsummer. That's a high T movie right there. Everybody <laughs> real fertile in that bitch. Uh, well, uh, dear listener, uh, we're talking about the faculty this on this week's episode. But before we talk about the faculty, let's do some housekeeping stuff, Gavin, because in just a few episodes, we're going to have our season four wrap up in awards. And we would like to include you, dear listener. So this will be posted on my Instagram as well as Gavin's Instagram. So we're going to put our categories. And if you want to chime in, uh, send us an email. They're coming to get you pod at gmail.com or, you know, send it to us directly on all the social media. But they're coming to get you pod at gmail.com. Our categories are best nudity, best score slash soundtrack, best poster, best final girl, worst movie, most annoying character is Franklin. Uh, favorite, <laughs> favorite movie, best tagline, best kill, biggest oh shit moment. And again, those will be posted on our social media, so you can reference those, think about it, and uh, if you need a list uh, for our uh, season four, go ahead and just hit subscribe on wherever you listen, because the whole season's right there. Yeah, it's right there. So that's what we want to do. We want to interact with you on that. And then also, because a lot of you had said, we would like to give you money for what you do. And I said, yes, I would like money. Brent and I are super talented, we're hilarious, and we deserve money for giving you this free podcast. So if you want to give us money for a podcast that will still be free for everybody else, you can do that because we are now on Patreon. And that feels like a big rite of passage because this is my first Patreon. I know you, Brent, are a big slut for the Patreon. I this know- is my third <laughs> uh, I I will say, dear listener, look, I do the cafeteria podcast with Ryan and Johnny. I do one for me with the field trip and all the other stuff that I do. Hey, if you like us more than the rest of that, cancel that shit and join <laughs> us. 
because <laughs> I'm I know I'm this is my third thing and I was I was hesitant because I know it's my third thing but then you know if I don't do it then poor Gavin's left out in the rain and he's gonna end up asking me to borrow money we can't <laughs> exactly. have that but I, I look I know from my perspective dear listener uh, I'm asking for money all over the place <laughs> but if if you'd rather give us uh, they're coming to get you some money cancel it everywhere else. No disrespect to Johnny and that other loser. Uh, <laughs> Listen, then, Ryan, Ryan's baby will be fine without that Patreon, mo- Patreon yeah. money, okay? Give it to me, uh, somebody who has no children and is in mm-hmm. a double-income household, okay? Yep. Just yep. Ryan's baby will, will be fine, but give that money to us. I don't know Johnny personally. I'm sure he's lovely. The baby's crying right now. <laughs> Johnny's a wrestling announcer in MMA. He's fine. But look, I, I'm just saying, I know I, I got my hands out in everywhere trying to get in your pockets. But uh, if you want to support us, by all means, please do that. What's our patron, uh, our, the the web address there, Gabby? Um, it's patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you. Mm-hmm. Um, no apostrophe, of course. Uh, we have three tiers. Um, each tier is really great. You get bonus content that we're going to start recording. You get your episodes early. And you might get a shout out from us, like our our first couple of Patreons, our first patrons rather. We've got Chanel, who's amazing. She's an amazing. She was like our first patron. Uh, she's incredible. Then we got Dion as well, at the eight dollar tier. He's from Australia, so from now on we cannot make fun of Australia at all. And we'll have no. to. We'll probably have to watch like Wolf Creek at some point just yep. to just to like appease Dion. But thank you so much, Dion, uh, for being a patron. Thank you so much, uh, Chanel, for being a patron. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being here, guys. And for all you freeloaders, I'm just going to do what we do on the, the cafeteria and say you're stealing from us. No, uh, <laughs> but hey, man, if you want to be there and support, that's cool. We appreciate you. And Any then, other stuff that we need to talk about? Yes, we have to give a shout out to your good friend and uh, oh, yeah. supporter, T.C. Libby who did an incredible fan request for us. When we did our <laughs> Midsummer episode, we said, we need somebody to put audio behind uh, the dudes jumping off the cliff to uh, Hell in a Cell, Jim Ross, dude doing a call, and he <laughs> made it, and it was incredible. So thank you so much, TC, for doing that for us. My God, that man's got a family, splat. Also, TC, uh, I hear you subscribe to Brent's other Patreon, so subscribe mm-hmm. to this one instead. And uh, his chicken, Rhonda. <laughs> he has a chicken named Rhonda, and I got a clautograph from Rhonda. It's a picture of her with a little bandana, and she uh, signed it with her talon in paint. I am so glad right now that we're one of those podcasts that are now we how much uh, we're about like five minutes into this, and we haven't said anything mm-hmm. about the actual show. We just we begged for money. We've yep. uh, we've we've done very very specific shout outs to people and their chicken. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're still listening. All right, I guess we'll talk about the faculty or whatever. Like- now, let me tell you about this dump I took for about 10 <laughs> minutes. Uh, <laughs> and that dump's called the faculty. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Did you not like this? <laughs> hot take. Real hot. No. I uh, The faculty <laughs> has uh, been, I've watched it maybe four or five years ago and still held up. Then I watched it just recently again for this show. Um, and it this was one that replayed on... It was HBO or Showtime, which we got uh, both for free for some reason. And, of course, we didn't contact Comcast and say, hey, by the way, guys, we're stealing. (laughs) Because we're not stealing. You're giving it to us. We just didn't say anything. But this one, uh, for sure, hit me right in in the feels 
as far as uh, there was nudity. And I remember this movie having a lot more nudity than there actually was. Because maybe it was like I just knew the part where the nudity was, and I was like, "Here it is, here it is, right here." And then uh, th- one of the teachers, I was hot for teacher, uh, and still still am, I guess, for this movie too. So <laughs> this has a special place on my overworked heart. Yeah. So I also remember like because I watched it a lot. It was on TNT and Sci Fi a lot. Yeah. So I watched the censored version. I was like, man, I bet when I get this. R-rated DVD. I'm going to see so much titty. And then I got it. I was like, this is all cast in shadow. This is nothing. I can't jerk off to this. This is terrible. Also, we're disgusting and probably a bad representation of men who deserve no money from anybody. But I wanted the nudity. Where was it? I'm just saying back in the day, I don't know. That's a uh, We just had natural urges, but I'm just saying it was 90, 90 bushless hours. <laughs> Where's my book? He's like 90 that, bushless I mean, Gavin, hours? How many times Gavin did you Rosdale? watch it? How many times did you? <laughs> there was no glycerine. <laughs> no, no machine head. Yeah. There's nowhere. No Gwen Stefani marriage and then divorce. It was it was yeah. terrible. It was bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> uh, he was, fun fact about uh, Bush, Gavin Rosdale was the only other Gavin I knew existed for most of my life. Oh, I didn't even think about it. You guys have the same name. Have you guys seen each other at the meetings? We have at, at the, yep, it was me, Gavin Rosdale, Gavin DeGraw was there, uh-huh. um, David Eddings was there, uh, but I was like, no, this is the wrong, not, it's yeah, not a last sorry, name dog. convention, it's yeah. not a last name convention, <laughs> this is Gavin's only, uh, <laughs> Gavin's only is that, the worst only fans, by the way. That, yeah, I was gonna say that's your pay site to see your uh, TNA, right? <laughs> yeah, your yeah. TNP. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the uh, one thing I'll say about this movie, there was not a lot of T and P. No, no uh, not at all. Um, P means uh, penis, by the way. So <laughs> there's even like shower scenes, and there's and there's nothing in that either. And we're so used to seeing no. like co-ed showering in RoboCop that you're just like, oh well, I guess okay then. I guess we're just gonna do this. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I watched this uh, on, like I said, Sci-Fi and TNT, and I didn't watch it all the way through. Until a couple years you saw ago. saw it in chunks, probably. You saw, saw it in, the, yeah, yeah, saw it in chunks. I saw the end of, like, guaranteed to jack you up. And, yeah. like, it getting crushed by the bleachers and all that stuff. And then I went back and watched it in, in reverse Pulp Fiction style, like we like to say. Where it's like, mm-hmm. I like watching it like the guy in Memento watches things. <laughs> well, I mean, the just watching this again recently, and, and the last time I did a few years ago, man, just star-studded. Can you yes. say that? It's got a lot of people in it. Um, I watched this uh, for the pod. Actually, before we uh, say we're going to do it for the podcast, I showed it to Stephanie for the first time. She mm-hmm. wanted something that was horror, but not too heavy. And she likes a lot of sci-fi stuff. I was like, well, I've got the perfect horror movie for you that, that's light, fluffy, and has that sci-fi X-Files feel to it. And it's called The Faculty. Guaranteed to jack you up, Stephanie. Mmm, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've got Jordana Brewster, Clea Duvall, Josh Hartnett, Selma Hayek. Like, she, she's barely in this movie. Yeah, you've got Famica Jensen, you've got Robert Patrick, Mr. T-1000, you've got Elijah Wood, you've got fucking Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart, Piper Laurie, by the way, she's the mom from Carrie, I don't know if you... Okay. I knew, because watching this, I thought she was the... Uh, Raymond's mom from Everybody Loves Raymond, but I, that's a different. Like, they, there's like 
three ladies that look the same, and Piper Laurie's one of them. Wow, you can't say that about white women. You can't say all white old women look the same. That's I'm just some of them do. <laughs> I'm just, okay. Well, you Come heard at it here me, for Karens. <laughs> yeah. You can't call them Karens. It's as bad as other racial slurs I've heard. You can't say yeah, that. My, my mom, Karen, which is her real name, she's very pissed off. Uh, <laughs> she's and you have. Uh, Usher. This is my confession. Uh, Usher is not in this movie at all. He he's, he's not. He's not. But in he this made the flying the poster. V poster. Like, <laughs> that we talked about on the Scream episode, but this is this is like post Scream, uh, written by Kevin Williamson. He did some additions to a script that was already uh, that already existed, but the Scream poster looks like a flying V, like geese. You can see all the people. And this is, you, like, Halloween H2O is pretty much the same poster. This poster is very similar, where you can see all the cast, and one of the posters doesn't feature uh, the blonde lady, the actual alien. They put Usher in, and for her. Yeah. That's She's showing that... the T and P, and <laughs> Usher's not showing anything. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one that's on uh, I Am DeBiz website. Uh, and, and you mentioned the H2O poster. Josh Hartnett was like, I've got a very small window to be in all of these post-scream slasher <laughs> movies. I got to get in there. Um, I like The Faculty. I think it's a fun movie. I think it's uh, yeah. interesting. I think it's just the right amount of cheese. However, I do want to address something right off the bat. Um, Josh Hartnett's haircut was never a haircut. That was never uh, a style. I don't know what he was going for, and it bothered me the entire time. I think the same person that did Josh's hair in this movie also did uh, Courtney Cox's bangs in Scream 3. <laughs> that person, that, that hair designer, was like, I have a very small window to fuck up hair in post-Scream slasher movies, and I'm going to do it the best I can. <laughs> It looks like he combed his hair. He has the same hair in Halloween H2O because I just Googled it where it's like, I don't know, it's like kind of like he combed his hair with a balloon in the back. <laughs> and then I don't know what it is, but it's just, I it, it just fucked up. There's no other <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> and it's distracting because he's supposed to be like the bad boy and he's hot and he got left behind his senior year so he's selling drugs to teachers and kids and, and he's laxatives like, for some reason <laughs> yeah just like <laughs> he's got condoms in his trunk he's got laxatives he's got like what you can just what? buy those why yeah, are... what kids hey man i'm just i'm just really jonesing for a shit <laughs> i'm really blocked up man and i can't <laughs> I can't go to the pharmacy because, like, my girlfriend's dad's a pharmacist. He'll know my pi my pipes are all clogged up and fucked up. <laughs> and also, it's it's 1998, and there's no self checkouts yet. So, <laughs> which is something I know about. <laughs> I gotta get. I can't. I gotta keep it on the DL that I can't make a poop. <laughs> you have to keep it on the DL because I can't do a BM. <laughs> Uh, did we also say that Elijah Wood's in this movie, too? We did. Elijah Wood is in this. This is before he went to Middle Earth mm -hmm. and um, hung out there. But, yeah, this is just a star-studded cast, and the more people show up, you're like, oh, I forgot this person's in it. Also, I forgot until the credits rolled, this is Robert Rodriguez. That's I exactly what I thought when I watched it. I was like, oh, I, f I didn't. I don't I don't know if I knew or I forgot that this was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, and it definitely has that that feel to it. That's why Selma Hayek is in it. I'm surprised. Yep. 
I'm surprised Danny Trejo wasn't the blonde girl. Yep. (laughs) Sucking on toes, somehow Tarantino. (laughs) Uh, But of course, uh, Robert Rodriguez is known for um, the El Mariachi trilogy with Antonio Banderas, El Desperado, Mm -hmm. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Did uh, the Planet Terror horror movie, part of Grindhouse. Also did Sin City. And then he did one of, uh, I think, a real cult classic from Dusk Till Dawn. Which is just basically Quentin Tarantino being like, what if I, what if I just uh, sucked on some of Hayek's feet for yeah. a, a little bit? I'm not even a foot person, and I'm like, what if I sucked on Selma Hayek's feet? I uh, Okay, so I don't know if we've set, talked about this before. Whatever the opposite of a foot fetish is, I have that. I do not you enjoy don't like feet? I, yeah, don't, I, don't, like, I don't either. I don't like feet. I know some people are like, I just gotta suck on them toes. And I'm like, no, 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 This no. little piggy went in my mouth. Yeah, and they're like, you gotta, you ain't living till you got your toes sucked. I was like, I'm fine. I don't. I'm good. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to put in my mouth the part that touches the ground. <laughs> I don't even like, like wearing flip-flops. Like, me personally. Like, if I go to the beach or something, uh, which I don't do because I'm not an outside <laughs> water person anyway. So if I'm at the beach, something's gone horribly wrong. I've been kidnapped. You're an inside dog. Yeah, I don't like wearing flip flops or like having bare feet. It's not. It's not my thing. So when somebody's like, "Oh God, did you see her toes?" And some YouTubers now, some female YouTubers, if their feet are seen in like a video, they'll blur out their feet because mm-hmm. there are uh, foot creeps out there. Not everybody who likes feet is a foot creep, but mm-hmm. all foot creeps do like feet. But and where do those foot creeps? What websites do they go to? Just, just say it. Just so you you can avoid them. I think there's like Footopedia because there's uh, some comedians that I know uh, that like have sold f- foot pics. Yeah, I had a friend who tried it too, and I was like, uh, she was kind of a local celebrity type deal. Um, yeah. And they were just like, I think I'm going to sell feet pics. I'm like, well, unless you tell people whose feet they are, I don't think it's going <laughs> to, I don't think it's going to do very well. You got to, yeah. they, they, they got to know who them toes attached to. <laughs> Uh, and also, we should uh, mention this, old uh, Danny Masterson. Oh, yeah. Uh, guilty of two counts of rape as of uh, today, the time of this recording. Yeah, and he is in this movie very briefly. Um, he's, he's one of the kids who's trying to buy the buy the scat. scat. Yeah, He's trying to get jacked up. <laughs> or he's just trying to get ready for the jazz concert, okay? I don't know. <laughs> well, and, and uh, I, his... On IMDb, his character is uh, Fuck Up Number One, and then the other guy's name is Fuck Up Number Two. Well, in in the in the game of life, he is um, Fuck Up Number One, and I think Fuck Up Twenty to Life now, isn't he? Yeah. Well, when I first saw him in this movie, I was like, "Oh, that's Hyde from that '70s show." <laughs> and now, when you see him, he's like, "Oh, that's that convicted rapist." Yeah, yeah. So I, but that so many, you know. Say what you want about the guy, but he's a great at no. Uh, he's a great fuck up number all. one in this. But uh, so many people that are somewhat no well known to you would be like, I know that face, you know, yeah. in this movie. Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore is I'm a guy say that. Death. And the thing is, we don't even know Shooter McGavin's name. We know his name is Shooter <laughs> McGavin. Also, another Gavin that I knew for a long time. It's like me, Gavin go. Rosdale, and Shooter McGavin, the asshole from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> uh, he eats pieces of shit like you for breakfast. There, <laughs> he does. He's very kind. Can we talk about Zeke, the character, Josh Hartnett's character? Because we, we just talked about his haircut and how he's 
supposed to be cool. He's like uh, somewhat of an amateur chemist, it appears, in his garage. He's got the cool... Um, you know he's been left behind because he has the cooler car than everybody. He's got yep. that typical bad boy style. He did, I will say his hair looks like shit, but man, he's got that cargo khaki long sleeve shirt under under, the, under, yeah. under a t-shirt like his fit is fucking fresh i was like man it, those those were the times very 90s he's driving a 1970 pontiac gto mm. he and he's uh failed senior year so he's back so he's probably 19 or 20 yeah and he if he's so cool in this movie but it could have gone the other way where he'd be the 19-year-old dating the 14-year-old freshman. <laughs> but it could have gone that way. But instead, he goes the other way, and he kind of uh, gets with Miss Elizabeth Burke, played by Famica Jansen, who, mm-hmm. she's, he's very rude to her, and he's the one that was, she, she's like, Zeke, you can't be selling drugs on the property. She's very, mm-hmm. like, mousy. I don't know any teachers in, in, in like the school district in my hometown. I don't know if you two up in Indianapolis, but I don't know any school teacher that would be like, you can't be selling drugs out of your car. They'd be like, nope, I'm going home. I'm already overworked and not paid enough. I'm not stopping drug dealers in the parking lot. Yeah, especially a guy who's essentially putting caffeine in pens or whatever, <laughs> like whatever his is a diuretic. I don't even know what that is, but I know it dries you out. Apparently it <laughs> gets you real dry. You, I, it's a genius way to sell that drug is to put it in pens. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think so. That's why whenever, uh, my Coke dealer, I was like, got any of that Bic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got any of that good Bic, my dude? I got that pilot G2, my man. Oh shit. Oh, that just, that really gl- slides as you snort it. It really just glides across the paper. <laughs> Uh, diuretic is uh, also called water pills, a uh, common treatment for high blood pressure. So <laughs> I don't, but then like they, there's the test scene and then Elijah Wood just quickly loses his shit after <laughs> they're all kind of tripping, but the worst kind of way to be high is also with a, a threat to the world. You know, <laughs> I just like the idea that there, he got so high because he's like, oh god, my blood pressure was so high. It's now regulated. <laughs> it's so much better now. And he's just snorting it out of a Bic pen. Like, <laughs> with like bits of ink still in there and just like... I think that's a lot of work though too to like go through and unscrew every Bic pen. So Zeke... Say what you will, the work ethic is there. It's it's one of those where he's too smart for the room because he's, even when Jon Stewart's breaking down the little uh, alien thing they find on the field, he's the like, is it, is it so-and-so? Is it this and is that? It's like he understands science, but he's probably one of those where he was too smart for school and... He was understimulated. Nothing was actually challenging to this dude. He's got them street smarts. Mm-hmm. Mm, and his yeah. parents are somewhere. Who's yeah. who's watching this kid? <laughs> who's watching? Well, to be fair, he's he's an adult man now. So who is watching this nineteen-year-old man selling <laughs> selling laxatives out of his car? What? Why can no one get through to him? That's like if I was selling like ace bandages. Like- <laughs> Stuff that you could just buy at Walgreens, but yo, I got it in the car. Yo, listen, I hear you got them bunions, but you don't want to pay them <laughs> CVS prices. Like, I got you, okay? I got you. 
I got Tenactin, and it's tough acting. Oh, you got the tough acting Tenactin. <laughs> um, what who? What about the 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 character Stokely? She's uh, what they believe to be a virgin. Turns out she's not, but she's kind of that that goth chick that she's almost like if you saw her in the craft, you wouldn't think she was out of place. <laughs> Listen, all I know is I heard she's a lesbian. That's what I heard around mm-hmm. the school that she's a lesbian. Uh, with a big old L, scarlet letter L for l- l- lesbian. That's what I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's what Jake in chemistry told me. She's a lesbian. But she puts that wall up so she doesn't have to be friends with you. <laughs> that's a weird, like, that's one thing that doesn't hold up these days because now everyone's like, you can be friends with lesbians. It's not, <laughs> but in 1998, it's like, oh, she's a lesbian. No, you can't be friends yeah. with a lesbian. What one one moment you're partnering in chemistry class, the next thing you're scissoring behind the bleachers. <laughs> Lesbians, not even once, is what my dad always <laughs> said. This is your brain on lesbian. <laughs> Say goodbye to your family and your friends, because now all you're thinking about is where you can get your next next fix of lesbian. <laughs> Um, but she she's kind of the the one character besides um, uh, what's his face uh, Frodo. Uh, yeah, that's how bad I am with names. I'm like, yeah, Frodo was in the movie, Casey, and uh, K- Casey Connor played by Elijah Elijah Wood. Wood. Mm-hmm. They they're kind of uh, aware of what's going on. They compare it to Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So this somewhat you get that meta type stuff that's that carried over from Scream. Yeah, and it makes sense because Kevin Williamson did go in and do a rewrite of the script and really uh, add that meta in there. I'm, I'm sure Kevin Williamson was like, this script is good, but what can we reference to make it even better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the production of the movie, it was written in 1990, but it came out in 98. It was written by David uh, Wetcher and Bruce Kimmel. They wrote it, nobody was buying, but then Scream hits and Miramax buys it up and they put a rush order on it and they uh it's produced by two saints bob weinstein and harvey weinstein <laughs> done nothing wrong much <laughs> such great dudes i've heard nothing but good things they brought in kevin williams to do those rewrites uh keeping the basic story but rewriting the dialogue adding uh new characters to make it quote hip yeah and i felt real hip watching this i was like man these kids are too cool for school um i think for me I really like this cast of characters, even though a lot of them are very stereotypical. You've got Jordana Brewster, who plays Delilah, who is like the school paper editor, but like a bitchy editor. We're going down like Halloween ends bully band kids. Like, what if the newspaper editor was like a hot girl, but also kind of shitty? You're like, yeah. Do you want me to spread rumors about you? <laughs> I'll put it in the. I'll put it. In, I'll I'll write in anonymously and spread them rumors. Print it! Lesbo. <laughs> Just that's a headline, Lesbo. Actually, actually, read all about it. Somebody's a lesbian at the school. Well, she's, she's, am I correct? She's the head cheerleader, but yes. also the head editor. Yes. That shit doesn't happen. Like, no. I'm sorry. It probably has happened a few times, but usually those worlds are completely separate. Yeah, you can't go. Com- you, you can't be a cheerleader and smart. Like it's, yeah, just, it's, un- it's just unreal. I was like, that, it took me out of the movie. I was like, a cheerleader can't write good. That's not allowed. <laughs> I also like when the 
they were in the closet and they find out that they gave uh, the nurse the alien and then they're trying to keep a low key profile. So she comes into school with a ponytail and glasses <laughs> like like she looks the same, which is also like the crux of not another teen movie. When they take a po- ponytail down and remove the glasses. All of a sudden she's a beauty queen. <laughs> it's like, Oh, the beauty was in you all along. It's like, if you just washed your hair and got <laughs> contacts, be like, Oh my God, she's a whole new person. She's, she's a whole a new fox. Life. And also who thinks glasses are ugly. I know. Like, okay. <laughs> what, however I feel about feet, I feel the opposite about glasses. Like you get me a girl with a good pair of spectacles and I'm like, okay, Velma, what you doing? Hey, uh, you're, you're Kevin from the office. Tell me there's, these are due back Thursday. <laughs> these books. <laughs> This is now a BDSM podcast, just so you know. We are now competing with Dungeons and Daddies for not a BDSM podcast, but also a BDSM podcast. Well, this movie came out December 25th, 1998. Old, uh, old Christmas movie, budget $15 million, overall made $63 million. Not bad. Um, I did not know it was a Christmas movie. This is not I, one. I didn't. I don't. That's probably not a good call. With the, yeah. You, know, you usually go with the family. On Christmas, unless you're Chinese. And, then, no. <laughs> and if you're Chinese, the Fast and the Furious movies come out in the summertime. So why are you going to, why are you going to the movies in the in the wintertime? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did we didn't really do too well with the in the Chinese demo. I like There's the also idea. Jews and atheists, but uh, I like the way that, that the Chinese people don't celebrate Christmas and they don't celebrate going to the movies. <laughs> Not on Christmas, they don't. No, that's a day for work. Uh, they they have Ralphie and his family from a Christmas story come to their restaurant. Absolutely, they sing to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know that this is a a Christmas Day release. I think it finished fifth in the box office when it came out. Uh, and I would say that's probably correct. Yeah. Whatever movies came out, then, uh, it, it, yeah, nobody's going to go see the Alien Body Snatcher movie on Christmas. It's very strange what, because I remember in, in, in the past few years or so, the past 15 years, there's always, like, a movie that comes out on Christmas that makes you scratch your head. Because normally you'll have, like, a big budget movie or, like, a family release or something on Christmas. But I remember, like, I think The Wolf of Wall Street came out on Christmas. Which, yeah, it's like, like who what? wants to go see that? Who wants, uh, to, who wants to It's go? a good movie. Yeah, but... it's great. Um, and then also horror-related, I think they also released um, Alien vs. Predator Requiem on Christmas because they okay. had, like, a whole marketing campaign. They're like, this, this season, there will be no peace on Earth. And it's not even, like, Christmas-themed. It's just an Alien vs. Predator movie that they, they released on Christmas, and it bombed because it's not very good. And it, mm-hmm. they put it on Christmas. Yeah, it's it's I I don't I think Christmas is a good time to release certain movies, but not Alien versus Predator, you know, or the Faculty. No, but um, what? So I I like that this movie that they don't really show because we see the coach. Somebody comes up to the coach, played by Mister Terminator himself. Uh, whatever we didn't talk about him, the guy from Terminator Two. Yeah, Robert Patrick, who has done a lot of great things. One of my favorite actors. He recently, uh, he's uh, he's he's on The Sopranos. He's in debt to yeah. Tony Davey, Sopran- uh, yeah, Davey, whatever they they bust out his sports. Yeah, store. Stantino maybe or something. 
Um, Scatino, I think. Yeah. Um, he was they, in an episode of Walking Dead he's a in few Walking seasons Dead. ago. He was Peacemaker's dad on Peacemaker, and then a lot of X-Files fans who like mm-hmm. Aliens, he was Agent Doggett on the shitty seasons. Oh, okay. I'll have to avoid those. Cause you yeah. The <laughs> season, shitty seasons. Seasons eight and nine, baby. Season eight and nine. Okay. I, I haven't watched all the X-Files, and even I know those are the bad ones when David Duchovny had left. <laughs> well, and with this movie, we get he's a hot-headed coach, and I... One of my recommends for this uh, movie, if you like The Faculty, it'll be a non-horror movie. It's uh, not another teen movie <laughs> because the coach in that movie is his thing is he's like, you're lucky to be on the goddamn field, goddammit. Like uh, his his go to is goddammit. And there's scenes in this movie where he's like, goddammit, uh, whatever the jock's name is. Yeah. Yeah, where's your head out? Uh, like, where's your head at? Like. That's that character. They took that character from this movie and so many other teen movies and put it in not another teen movie. I So one time I had to cover – I didn't play high school sports, but I had to cover high school sports for when I did radio. And the idea that there are high school coaches out there, and many of our listeners may have played high school sports or have their kids playing high school sports, there are so many high school and like middle school coaches who think they're in any given Sunday – and it's like, mm-hmm. this is for nothing. This means nothing. You are playing the high school across the town who also kind of sucks. You might go to state. Good. Mm-hmm. And maybe one or two of your kids will get scholarships. But unless you're Texas Friday Night Lights, nobody, like, stop it. Stop treating these kids like they're paid athletes. Did you did you say that when you were in high school, you were homeschooled or you went to a normie school? I, I, I was homeschooled for high school. So I okay. uh, I didn't make my football team. Uh, it was it was tough getting cut. Uh, well, I was gonna say, it, we had some of those teachers who clearly their first thing was they want to be a coach, <laughs> but also you can't just coach; you got to teach. And it's like uh, the one of them was the PE teacher, but he's like, I'm I majored in history. I'm like, I can't imagine this dude talking about history at all. He, clearly, he just wanted to be on the track team. <laughs> is what, he, it's like, we don't only, need you to teach things, too. He only studied the wars. He's like, history, I don't go, wars only. Wars and dinosaurs. Wars and dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, but I, what I was saying is, I like that we don't really see an alien ship crash. Because I, I think I've said on the show before, I'm not like a big alien as a genre type movie. Hmm. Horror movie. That's not really my thing, but I like this one. We don't see a ship crash. We don't see somebody crawl from the rubble. We just see a shadow walk up to coach, and that's how it kind of spreads, which I, I like that. I like the idea. He's like, can I help you? And then it's, it's the blonde girl just being like, and just yeah. licking hey his there, ear. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> I'm a peach. She uh, reminds me of, I know some listeners will know her, but on, on Twitter, Blair Erskine. The uh, she's uh, she's from Atlanta as well, comedian now a writer for Jimmy Kimmel. But a lot of her characters, her satire characters, are uh, she's a lady from Atlanta and she talks like this, and it's very much the character from the movie is a Blair Erskine character. Okay, it's like a a little Southern belle type girl, and uh, yeah, that's what I what every time she spoke, I couldn't help but think of Blair and her videos. <laughs> I I'm not familiar with that Twitter user, so I'm just gonna be yeah. like, ha you crazy. Brent, that's so she, she crazy, <laughs> man. That's but, uh, crazy. Yeah. D- d- now, there's the big reveal that um, uh, was, was there. I don't remember her name. The blonde, um, Mary Beth Laura, Louise Mary, Hutchinson. 
Yeah. You've seen it a couple times, but did you felt like it it gave it away watching it knowing the big reveal that she is the queen alien? No. I think it kind of has Mrs. Voorhees gotcha stuff. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, she is the outsider. She's the newest one. But I never felt like, well, she wasn't in the movie from the beginning, so it's not like Mrs. Voorhees showing up in the third act and be like, it's me all along, Austin. Mm-hmm. It's me. Um, <laughs> it was me, Austin. <laughs> Those counselors were making love. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> but I, I never felt like it was an, I, I didn't think it was unearned. I thought it was kind of neat, and when they go back and do the flashbacks, how she fooled everybody um, in the scene where very much reminiscent of the thing where they have to go around and like do the scat, Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) do do the I'm the scat man. (laughs) When they when when they do opt, that's how I knew they weren't aliens. Mm -hmm. But yeah, everybody knows an alien can't carry a tune. (laughs) You know that Mm -mm -mm. you. That's how you know if you see somebody Mm -hmm. up there trying to scat and they can't do it, alien. Yep, Mm-mm. that's true. Unless it's the uh, aliens from the cantina scene in Star Wars, <laughs> they do have some pretty good, good rhythm, and they know that one song that do 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 do. That's yeah. a jam. It's, they, that they bitch roll. could sing. And I, I call <laughs> I her bitch respectfully. Listen, I I'm just gonna say, sliced noodles. She can get it. Okay, what them what what them long ass lips do. <laughs> If you an ant eater, then I'm an ant, baby. Oh, yeah, I got one right here for you. Oh, God, what is wrong with us? Also, by the way, Wiki Feet is the pervert feet, feet putty. Okay. I felt like I needed to know that, so I felt some of our foot creeps were like, what, yeah. no, what's the website? I hope they say it. Uh, yeah, our fans aren't called Barbaras. They're, uh, what up, foot creeps? <laughs> what up, foot creeps? We here, we talking about toes and feet today. Uh, but I felt like it was a good scene i like the scene where they're all going around and they have like that thing of like who's gonna freak out who's gonna have the worm and i think for me i like the design of the of the parasite i do mm-hmm. it's like it's small enough where it's transferred by like licking an ear and like going in ears and other orifices i would assume and that is for anything anytime something goes into your ear it's very very creepy and very unsettling very much a scary movie when uh, Sean Wayans gets the penis in his ear. I thought about that. I was like, this is like when he got the dick in the ear. This is exactly what I thought of the entire time. Well, and, uh, Yeah, I uh, like that scene. Uh, that testing scene, It having watched the thing within the past you know, couple months, I was like, oh, yeah, this is totally the thing. Like, mm-hmm. it builds up. It's not as, it's nothing is the thing. And with the drama... Always with the drama, this one. Oh! Um, uh, and, like, the tension. But it, it's very, like, they're going around and you got to sniff the scat and they're all like, no, man, I don't get down like that. I'm alert. And the Mary Beth's like, I'm allergic. You don't even know what's in this. <laughs> I'm allergic to scat. I mean, like, are you, though? <laughs> what did it? I, my my blood pressure is fine, honey. Let me tell you, all these Georgia peaches, all my my blood just full of sunshine and rainbows and them big old Georgia sunflowers. My mama's Paula Dean. <laughs> I went to well, her wedding. It was not racist at all. It was beautiful. <laughs> you know what? Plantation is not a bad word. It's just a, it's just a place. You know, it's a summer camp. <laughs> Well, this movie's reminiscent of the thing. There are several connections and homages 
to the thing. A science teacher, Mr. Furlong's severed fingers attacking the students uh, and Mrs. Burke's severed head that you get the other where her, she gets decapitated and then the thing's walking around on the tentacles. That's very reminiscent of the thing. Um, and then, uh, the teens with the the uh, they're doing the drug test scene. Yeah, there's like three things in this movie, and also we're talking about the Terminator. At least I brought it up. Of course, uh, the the coaches from from the Terminator, Robert Patrick. Um, around the seven minute mark, Coach Willis runs down the high school hallway towards the principal, much like the T1000. And then John Stewart's character uh, is Professor Edward Furlong, or just Edward Furlong, is the the kid from. Uh, Terminator oh, 2. Oh, that is a fun. That's a fun callback to Terminator 2 and I did not uh, yeah, very nice yeah. of him to be Edward Furlong. Yeah, I I uh I did that all on my own. I didn't google the faculty facts. So. <laughs> the faculty. <laughs> and also uh this movie was actually supposed to be called The Feelers. But I think the faculty works. I've seen the feelers. It's a much different movie, and things do go in ears, but it's not what you think. Yeah, they're they're French, and uh, <laughs> they tickle. The the, I feel like the faculty. Fromage. <laughs> the faculty is a better name than the feelers, right? But I feel like the feelers. I don't really know what that really pertains to, you know. I mean, if the feelers would have come out right at the height of the Black Eyed Peas, I've got a feelers. I mm-hmm. think that would have been a really. I've got a feelers. <laughs> I think that would have been a really nice tie-in, but because it predated it by several, uh, by like a decade, would yeah. wouldn't have worked. Not wouldn't have worked at all. No, sir. Um, what what other scenes stick out to you? Um, for me, I think this does have some pretty good violence in it. That opening scene with like the scissors and just the older music teacher getting uh, really pissy that like we're gonna cut the budget again but the Mm -hmm. football team has new uniforms and that's a really deep social commentary on how our schools prioritize sports over the creative arts which i think this movie really does try to tell that i'm kidding it's just like it's (laughs) it's like i thought the thing is i don't think you're wrong though no it's no it's totally it's totally bullshit that like creative kids are punished because they can't play football real good. I think it's bullshit. And I think Well, you know, uh Fiddler on the Roof don't pack the stadium every Friday night for 8 weeks. Like they, uh, it, it does when I do it. Nothing but nothing but legally allowed French kissing in Fiddler on the Roof, okay? It, it's appropriate but a little distasteful when I do it. Yada da 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 da. da. <laughs> Yabba do. <laughs> Um, yeah, the the violence at the beginning, and I think it's it's pretty good, suspenseful. It's always weird when you see a high school at night because most times when you're in a high school, it's filled with kids and people, and the stuff's moving. But at night, I think it'd be kind of unsettling to just be in a, a dark hallway with dark classrooms and and nobody's there. You went to regular high school, um, yeah. I, I think uh, yes. not, <laughs> but do, do they chain the doors shut at the end of the day? Yeah, I thought that was a real shitty way. It's like, <laughs> where are the locks? <laughs> Does the do the doors not lock? Like, and with, that's a, with yeah, he's using chains and a and a just a regular lock for like the shed, you know. And that's a trope I've seen in other shows too. Like, I remember there is a Boy Meets World episode 
where I think they're trying to get like Sean to be like a bad kid and they try to break into the school. And it also just has like a chain and padlock. Who let us know in the comments of this where you're at, or let us know on Twitter or wherever we post this. Let us know. Like, did your school just fucking chain it up, or did you have yeah. locks like a regular building? Yeah, yeah, surely you get, there's no way to have two doors like that with real locks. That's just absurd. A, that, that's impossible. And then how are they all locked? Like, how did somebody lock it behind them when they got out? They're like, okay, let's just yeah. slide your hand in and then be like, oh, it's good now. It's good. I, I live here. <laughs> I lock the doors at night. <laughs> Some people say they can leave, but not me. I'm ghost janitor. <laughs> it's also Hotel California. <laughs> Can't leave because <laughs> they locked um, the doors. There, we've got the scene where they they find the little alien thing, and then it's in the water for what not whatever nineteen ninety eight special effects. They're not the best, but I I didn't watch it thinking, wow, this is real shitty. You know, it's not distracting. It's I mean, it looks no. fine. I think for me, one of the most cringe scenes is when. Uh, John Stewart's character has his hand in there, like moving around, and you see the teeth, and then it just like bites his finger through like the latex glove. That mm-hmm. for some reason got me so much harder than like somebody getting their fingers cut off or like stabbed in the eye with a pin. Just a little bit of like that that finger pricking that you, that you get at, like a hospital or that diabetics do, like that makes me die on the inside. Oh, that's good to know about you, Gavin. <laughs> I could scare you. <laughs> be like, uh, okay, can, can you put that needle down right now? Can you not poke your finger while we're doing this podcast? <laughs> no, that's what I I have to do it. I got the sugars. <laughs> My sugars. Um, and then later, he's uh, they're slowly turning, and that's the thing I like about these. If you want to call it a body snatcher movie or whatever it was, where you can slowly tell that the core group of kids the rest of the school can tell they're not one of us yeah and they also these monsters live these aliens thrive on water so when you have the big football game as like the big centerpiece you've got it's just pouring down rain and you've got people tackling each other you've got usher out there on Mm -hmm. the field doing some real sick tackles and then (laughs) Just blowing, just just blowing aliens and dudes' uh, helmet holes. Oh yeah, just dropping them in and nobody saying a word. And yeah, what? But it's like what a. I think this alien, as far as the the method of infection, is what a genius. We would lose to this. If oh yeah, this were we real, would, we'd be all. Yeah, this you know, is this is the opposite. This is the opposite of signs. Where those aliens were allergic to water, and they came to our planet that is mostly water, and mm-hmm. then you can uh, swing for the fences as Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix and, and defeat them. But these are like, we love taking a dip, baby. Let us give yeah. us that sweet H2O. Just everybody chugging water all the time, and <laughs> and you've got the, the one teacher who's just putting booze in his cup. He's like the, the Malcolm in the Middle uh, like uh, military school guy. I don't remember yes, his name. I, yeah, I don't know what his name. And he's not on the front page. Uh, uh, Daniel von Bargen, Mister John Tate. He's he's in a bunch of stuff that I can't yeah. recall right now. But yeah, he's in everything. But just chugging the water, drinking the booze, and these aliens though seem so much more focused once they once they once they get to the alien, and then they're like, oh, they're much better teachers. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're more attentive, and just going back to a second for the football scene. I love 
high school football scenes in movies because it's way more action-packed than any regular high school football game. Mm-hmm. You got yeah, it's, flip there tackles. There goes my hero. <laughs> Watch him, ass he goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy you've got all these sick tackles, like brutal hits that the NFL has banned now. And you're like, these yeah. are high school. I've been to a high school football game, and it was a blowout. Most of those teams are really, uh, really overmatched. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to do a running clock now because you're up 42 to nothing at halftime. There's no big hits where people are flying through the air. It's just, mm-hmm. This isn't Friday Night lights but i love it so much the hardest hits of these uh, of these pubescent boys i thought one of the better scenes in the movie just far it, it moved things along so well was like that montage of the friday night football game mm-hmm. set to another brick in the wall yes it's like it's a weird 90s version where it was almost uh, metal, but now it's like it. It wasn't Corn's version of a brick in the wall. A brick <laughs> in the wall. I think I don't remember who who did it. It's on the the Wikipedia, but Look, uh, the, I got it, it has here. a good good soundtrack for this movie. There's the Offspring. Um, there was uh, Eighteen by Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that scene where they're they're playing football and stuff was was a pretty good scene. Oh for yeah, not a, a non sports movie. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think it's a good scene, and I like. I love when '90s movies use '90s music. I know mm-hmm. that some people are like, "I don't." It takes me out. But it's like, no, it puts me right there in the movie, and just uh, I, I remember those songs, and just oh, uh, it's, it's such a good uh, a good soundtrack. Like, like we've talked about, can make or break a movie, and this one is definitely one of the stronger ones for sure. Another Brick in the Wall Part 2, and that was from Class of 99. I don't know that band at all. Mm, yeah. uh, the Kids Aren't Alright, The Offspring, I'm 18, which is an Alice Cooper song sung by Creed. No, with arms wide open. School's Out by Soul Asylum. Uh, Garbage is on the soundtrack, Cheryl Crow, Oasis. Um, pr- some pretty big bangers. No Bush, though, which is uh, upsetting. It really could yeah. use some Machine Head. I watched. I watched a lot of Bush. I was watching for the Bush, <laughs> but they didn't even play the song. One scene that I really like and felt so weird and uncomfortable. So Casey is like the main person who's like, I believe these are aliens, and that's Elijah Wood, Frodo Baggins, mm-hmm. as you will, of the Shire. And yeah. <laughs> uh, there's that scene where he, uh, him, and uh, Delilah, Jordana Brewster, Jordana Brewster are in the closet together. And nice. they, they they find the yeah hot and seven the, the, minutes. It was actually less than seven minutes, actually, because you know <laughs> we we can't all be superheroes and last that long. But nope. I digress. <laughs> we go. <laughs> I digest. But go ahead. <laughs> you, you good? I, I set you up for that one. Uh, but yep. they have. But they find the body of one of the older teachers, and mm-hmm. she's the same one who's in the shower with Stan. Uh, she's like, help me, and she's like melting, yeah. much like the man in RoboCop. And she's the same lady, by the way. Uh, let me pull it up. She's the same lady that was in the bathtub scene in The Shining. Is that real? No, I made that up. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> You've got to stop doing that because I'm like, are you serious? Are you serious, Clark? She, no, she was the dog from Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't move the bodies. <laughs> uh, I got boomed, y'all. I got boomed. <laughs> I got to stop fucking falling for it. Cause, and he's like, you sound so fucking convincing. It's like, that seems like, what a weird thing to lie about. Let me go ahead and pull this up real quick. <laughs> Let me go. Jamie, pull that up. 
but she, her body she, it wouldn't take her body wouldn't take that yeah, her, her body wouldn't take it mm-hmm. and so she's in the closet with them and she's like and she falls and she kind of like slumps out falls out like solid snake hit her in a closet like in metal gear solid mm-hmm. and then you delilah and Kay are like oh my god there's a thing there's a body they call the police and then then the police get got because uh, they get alone. The like, police, oh. the black police officer, is the cameraman from Scary Mo- or from Scare- Scream Two. That is the a guy real that thing. just up and leaves. That that's is true. That's a real thing. He actually left in Scream Two to become a police officer. Yep, so. and then he got aliened. <laughs> then he got aliened. Uh, <laughs> but he's fine at the end, though. I assume because the aliens fall out and everybody's back to normal. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, then he gets aliened. They're like, it's, it's a CPR dummy. It's like they're gaslighting these poor kids. These poor mm-hmm. kids are getting gaslit. But then after uh, Kate gets home, uh, Shooter McGavin and his mom are like, no more computer, no more internet. And then his mom's like, take his porno. And it's mm-hmm. like, what? And like his porno, oh, you like these, huh? It's like, what a we? It's like, well, no more time with the girls. It's like, this is a scene that doesn't need to be in here, but I'm glad it is because it's super no. fucking weird. And also, he's a straight-A student. Let the kid do whatever. As long as you get good grades and you're not on drugs, do whatever. Jack it to whatever you want, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like so I grew up in a, in a household where like porn was like a no go. I can't imagine. I think my most m- of us did. I don't know anybody who's <laughs> like dad wheeling in a big cart of porn. Like here you go. <laughs> what is it? I just imagine him like uh, at a big company like the mail cart. Like hey yeah, son, like porn prison <laughs> with the book cart. <laughs> what do you like? Bush? No bush? Small titties? Large titties? Big women? Small women? Fellas? Feet, please. <laughs> <laughs> One of each, please. I'd like to explore my sexuality today <laughs> let's see what really gets the motor going uh but yeah just there there there's okay with him like hiding it under his mattress it's like porno and it's like mom what you what you doing yeah if you knew then why didn't you take it in the first place and also that's where everybody in a movie hides their porn is between the mattress yeah hide it somewhere else that's why i hide it in the vents just hide it up. Oh. You just got to hide it in. I, I didn't hide any there. All I had, I, I would never. It's goddamn John McClane crawling <laughs> around up there. Well, cut, cut, cut out of the city, have some laughs, jerk off a little bit. Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> I never had any uh, physical pornography. I never, I never had analog porn. So. Oh, you were an early adapter to the internet then, huh? <laughs> I'm not saying I did that. I've never heard of that on the internet. Is it on the internet? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. that's where they keep it nowadays. <laughs> that, that's where they keep it. Uh, I just waited for my dad with the book cart. Uh, but, that's just, but then I had to rewind the VHS back to where my dad had finished <laughs> so he wouldn't know. And when you say where your dad had finished, you mean where he finished. Be yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, By that, I mean ejaculate. <laughs> Why did dad stop at the setup? The girl just walked <laughs> in the room. She isn't even on the couch yet. Yeah, it just, uh, yeah, he he was just uh, excited that uh, somebody dressed as a maid was actually doing some real cleaning around here. <laughs> and I bet when <laughs> he fast forward, he's like, but the dinner's not on the table yet. <laughs> well, she's busy, dad. Yeah, and then uh, Casey has some kind of weird robot thing he can program that's on his desk. Ne- they never make any mention of that. Yeah, uh, he crawls out the window, and then the faculty is out there. Yeah. So the more like he's crawling out the window, I get when he crawls out the window, and the dad's like, "Get in the house." Maybe he is on drugs. I could see that, but 
none of that before that warrants any kind of that behavior. <laughs> he just he said that he thought he saw something, and then they're like, nope, porn's going away. We got to mm-hmm. take it from you, and you're going to go to school, and then you're going to come home. Yeah, you straight-A student. We're going to really show you. <laughs> Uh, but then you have like the big the big showdown at the end with I think it's a cool setup piece where you finally see what the alien actually looks like. I think it's mostly practical except for some of the stuff underwater. Yeah, I'm not a tentacle monster uh, person. That's not I don't like. I feel like there's so many tentacle monsters that it's it's whatever. But I think the <laughs> what a weird thing. There's just so just, many tentacles. It's hard to keep track of all these tentacles. I'm not like an alien guy, like as far as a creature, and if the alien has tentacles, I don't know. Something to, you just see so many of that that now it's just kind of a trope. Yeah, I'm so desensitized. I saw the Little Mermaid, and Ursula had tentacles, and I was like, "Please, an octopus with tentacles? Try something original." No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And we get the uh, they shoot the the principal in the head, and <laughs> Casey's like, "I think we made a mistake." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you've we, got and guys we killed somebody <laughs> yeah and then they then they dump the stuff on her and then she mm-hmm. withers out it's like you still killed somebody like if we just killed the queen she would have been fine but then you yeah. shot her in the head um elizabeth burke uh famica jensen who um gets into a thing with uh is it with zeke well uh, because she's like trying to get in his car or whatever yeah Mm. Zeke boy. Yeah. And you know that she's an alien because much like in She's All That, she becomes hot. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. you just need that alien <laughs> to be like hot. And you're like, and she's like going up to him and be like, your, your fucking dick don't work. And like really mm-hmm. being like real shitty. It's like, I don't, I don't think you, you can talk to kids like that. I don't think that's allowed. These are very progressive teachers. Yeah, these are technically children even though he's older <laughs> you know he's 19 well, and a drug dealer we get the the scene with the uh, whatever beth whatever the southern lady is mary uh, beth mary beth she turns on the sex appeal too when she's naked in the locker room mm-hmm. and some of the stuff i found is uh experts noted the faculty uh, is a reinvention of the the fear of uh, female sexuality often found in the horror genre Character of Mary Beth, the alien queen, is a complex mixture of woman, alien, and power. Acts uh, that acts beyond the role of femme fatale. She masquerades as a virginal, unassuming girl clad in floral dresses, but at the final battle reveals her uh, true sexual threat, becoming nude by her uh, alien transformation and turning confident and flirtatious. Uh, her role as a threatening, castrating agent is underlined by the sharp teeth of her species, which evoke a uh, vagina dentata. Mm. What that that means is uh, in folk folk tales, as a woman's uh, vagina is said to contain teeth, with the uh, associated implication that sexual intercourse might result in injury. Mm. So that the monster. A mouthful of teeth, maybe a ha, is a as a vagina, and uh, the, <laughs> their their association to water, the archaic womb-like female element. As the monstrous mother of her race, she tries to seduce the heroes by offering them a symbolic return to the womb. And the character Miss Burke precedes Mary Beth in the same line of uh, using her sexuality to seduce Zeke. I'm just saying, where were these teachers when I was in school? 
Am I right? <laughs> whatever, Miss Berg. Whatever. I got these condoms in my trunk. Can we get a female pedophile in here or what? Like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I will. Uh, I, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I forgot what I was gonna say. Now you son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, you get the. She's trying to seduce, and you get the uh, Zeke, and then he uh, he runs the car into the uh, the school bus, and she gets decapitated. But we also get Casey in the bus. And uh, what's her face? Um, Delilah tries to put the moves on him as well. Yeah. We get the the women, those Mm -hmm. evil, wicked witches trying to seduce us. If either one of them, alien or not, came on to me, I'm bussing. I'm bussing. That's the nudity scene in a locker room. I... I'll let you spit whatever in my ear. Just let me get close to finishing. <laughs> I'll take a tentacle job. I don't care. <laughs> whatever. Like, her head's just floating there. Well, what's them tentacles at them neck do? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea that her head gets comes off, and then she just puts it back on at the end of the movie. It's like, she's okay again. She's fine. Yeah, man, that I I mean, I might want to be one of those aliens if that's like the thing is I can get decapitated but I'm still going. Yeah. Uh you did mention the uh vagina dentata, was it called? Yeah. Dentata, uh, yeah, vagina yeah. Vi- uh, dentata. Have you seen the movie Teeth? No, I haven't, which is the 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 movie about the vagina that does have teeth. I think next season we we should watch that. I've seen it a long time ago. I think that'd be a fun one to watch on this podcast. Okay, and that might be one where we we got to prep you, dear listener, and say, hey, in five movies, we're watching this, because <laughs> I've seen a lot of movies, and I've not seen Teeth. I know what it is. Yeah, so we'll we'll let you work up to it. Uh, but I think that, yeah, I, if I can get my head cut off and then sew it back on and be like, it's fine, not, not a bad day for me. No, and I do like that when she's uh, pursuing Stokely, the the queen alien, she breaks it down. She's like, "Our planet was nothing but oceans, and uh, it was it was a, a paradise." I do like, and then it started to dry up, so she had to go to different worlds mm-hmm. to find water and stuff like that. I like that backstory because it's, I don't know, I just I think it's simple, and it's not too overthought and it's aliens but i don't mind these types of aliens as i said yeah i don't, I don't need them to be like too complex i don't, I don't no. need them to be i don't need them to be like we're here because we need the the all spark or whatever like <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's just water y'all y'all just need 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 some water like okay mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah. you gotta have water to live makes sense um but then you have like the big showdown with uh casey and uh, I want to keep saying the, the Sunshine Band. I don't know why. <laughs> Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh, but you got Casey. That's the way. Uh, you got Casey and Mary Beth. And I think the monster design is super cool. I think it's grotesque and weird. And also, it's cool to see like her be the monster and then be like a beautiful naked woman and then go back to a monster. Mm-hmm. And the transformation in the water when it goes from the big monster to just her. Yeah, it's that's a really Pretty good cool. transition. Mm-hmm. It's a good time, and then just getting smashed with the bleachers. Did your bleachers at your high school have like a mechanical thing, or they'd like push them in? We had the mechanical thing, but they we didn't have space on either end where you could crawl into the side of it. It was all the way to the wall. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I, yeah when I was in uh, middle school, they had those bleachers, and they I think you had to, you had to push them. Okay, you guys were poor. Yeah, and it was a Catholic school too, so I was like, what. Where's all this money going? Where's uh, lawsuits? 
<laughs> Ask me what kind. I saw, <laughs> I saw the priest that. wearing Jordans. I was like, ah, oh, that's where it goes. That's where it's he, going. He was on that Instagram account where they show <laughs> pastors and how much uh, their clothes cost. Oh, preachers and sneakers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that one. He's got those uh, Air Force Ones. <laughs> Be like, well, you know, if, if I'm going to talk about Jesus, I got to look fly doing it. I know he's like meek or the poor or whatever, but that don't mean I got to look like shit when I'm preaching that good word. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> but yeah, that we get the, the monster crawling behind the bleachers, and I think it's a cool, fun way to to kill the monster and all it took was like four of those pins full of scat Mm-mm. and Casey gets the aliens in him just barely just the tip <laughs> and then they get spit out of his body and so how did you feel about the idea that if you kill the queen the rest die because that's also like a movie trope is you got to get the main werewolf or you got to get the thing and it's I guess it's it works because it works in the movie, but what if they killed the main one and it was like, oh, no, that didn't do anything. <laughs> Usher is still an alien, and he can't make confessions now. Like, yeah, damn no. it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usher was actually an alien when he made Yeah, because that song is out of this fucking world. That's a banger, baby. Oh, it's a good one. But yeah, I would have been, that would have been such a bummer to be like, oh, well, you just killed one of them. Now you got to go kill everybody yeah. else. I, I I mean, it works for me that if you kill the queen, they all die because you got to have your happy ending. Yeah, and it works. And it there's this is spoiler alert for the nineteen seventy something invasion of the body snatchers movie. But have you seen that, Gavin? I have not. Do you want me to spoil it? That, that's fine. I'll say it, and then I need you to react to the thing that you didn't hear. <laughs> go, there's, you can go ahead and tell me. It, it's, it's my it's fault Donald if I haven't seen it. Sutherland. It's where. Uh, the the one character's left and and not one of the aliens and then you've seen the meme of the guy just pointing like this. Yes, oh! that's the very end of inv- Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's a great ending where it's like, nah, it's not. They didn't actually win. I wouldn't have been opposed to something like that where the you get a you know somebody's eyes flash and we realize that wasn't the last one or whatever. <laughs> it's Michael Jackson at the end of the Thriller video. Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, burr, 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 burr. Burr, I think burr, burr. that this could have lent itself to a sequel. Yeah, but it's, I also like how small this movie is. It's pretty much just high school, you know. Yeah, I think when you get takes over the world, then the movie's too big in scale. Yeah, but I I do like hey, there's more aliens on the way, you know. <laughs> the faculty too, local community college. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> the college years. It's just- you just have like the welding class. Like we're just trying to get certified. God damn, I'm just trying to learn how to work some small engines in here. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my apprenticeship so I can fucking be union. That's it. I don't fucking knock up fucking aliens in. God damn. I don't want to work for my dad anymore. That guy's a dick. <laughs> Got to get some fucking scat in here so I can say I'm past past my finals for small engines. I would take scat. I'd be like, we got finals this week. Let's do some bumps and learn the periodic table. Oh, God. Well, here's Scatman Carruthers, actually. Here's the, no! You got to stay regular if you want to stay happy, Mrs. Torrance. <laughs> do you want some ice cream, Danny? Be like, Post Toasties. <laughs> corn flakes. He just names off all the food that's in storage on The Shining. <laughs> Pop tarts. <laughs> we got it. Uh, we call it the shine. Carnation instant breakfast. 
<laughs> no, we got it, Scat Man. <laughs> Please stop talking. Big ass fruit cocktail. <laughs> Boiled shrimp. Fried shrimp. You got them uh, crawdads. <laughs> got that Michael Myers. <laughs> that Michael Myers. I'm trying to fucking get out of the bar. I'm trying to fucking work on small engines. You have to watch, listen to like eight episodes to get all those jokes. Listen, otherwise people are just listening. Like, what are they talking about? What now? are you talking? They want us to pay for this? What the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> uh, is there is there anything else in this movie? My my favorite thing in the movie is the couple scene a couple times. And the lady's just almost beating the shit out of the guy. Oh, yeah. Like, like just it's like, what the <laughs> fuck is your problem? We've all seen that couple. And he's I like, love, what do I, you want from me? I'll do, what, just tell me whatever you want. I love back in the 90s when a woman could not abuse a man. And it was done for, for when it was done for humor's sake. Hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just and then, you know, they're aliens because they're getting along. So if you ever, yeah. if, if your fighting friend couple who should have broken up eight years ago mm-hmm. starts being really into each other, they are aliens, and you should shove their pins in their eyes. <laughs> uh, I uh, let's uh, end this uh, in this so I can go stab some people in their eyes. <laughs> I do like uh, the I do like the ending though, where Zeke. Uh, become, oh yeah, Zeke becomes a a football player. It's like he's nineteen. Like just 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 get done. And he's also apparently banging what Mrs. Burke. She's yeah, in the stands. She's like in the stands, like hello. Like this is weird. Like, but again, where would them teachers watching me play pedophile. football? <laughs> I guess he's legally, but there's still moral things. You can't just bang a student. Yeah, man. If you could, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, and he's like, I like the way, like. The 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 coach was one of the biggest monsters in the movie, and they're like, "Well, his mm-hmm. alien's gone now. He murdered people." And he's like, <laughs> yeah. "I wish I had that kind of job security where I could be an al- I could murder people, and be like, alien did it, and be like, mm-hmm. all right, coach, well, we got to win some games." Yeah, it was it was the ambient or the aliens. One of the two <laughs> made me do it. I was ambient tweeting the other night. <laughs> I like also Zeke is just smoking on the football field. Hey, put that butt out. Get your ass back in there. What coach is gonna let anybody smoke? Like, <laughs> like, I, why would you? I, I've never smoked, so I don't know. I can't yeah. imagine like smoking a cigarette and then playing football. Like, like oh, you just really take that tar into my lungs so I can go run some wind sprints. Yeah, you gotta like keep it in the corner of your mouth and run around, and then when you're in a dog pile, you just burn the guy's arm with a lit <laughs> cigarette. You've really thought about this, and I'm okay with it. Also, I I thought about this watching the movie. Zeke reminds me so much of Todd from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Remember the guy that's just yes. like always kicking their ass and <laughs> and stealing money and shit. Yeah, and I do. We didn't even talk about Stan, who's like the main football star. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Because he fucking he's sucks. Just, he's he's boring. He's boring. I, well, if I if I study hard, I could be good. Now you can't. You're dumb. No, you can't. Play Listen, football. cheerleaders can't be smart and write things, and football mm-hmm. players can't be smart either. Okay, these are the rules. You can't be a layered human mm-hmm. being in a horror movie. Okay, you can't yeah. cr- you can't cross these archetypes. But yeah, he's Yo, so check it out. I'm banging Wednesday Adams over here. Look at this over here. Look at this. Uh, what's going on? I quit <laughs> school. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Yeah, you just have uh, Delilah and Stan were dating, and then they just do a do a wife swap, basically. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna date uh, Stokely, the- and he's like, "Whatever, we'll break up. I'll date the creepy girl." Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, the, 
that's the whole thing is the friend group is you you can't just have a friend group of all jocks. It's not really fun. You got to have the <laughs> the nerd and the goth and the cheerleader and all that. That's how you make you know movies anymore nowadays. Yeah, uh, but this uh, <laughs> diversity and whatnot. As long as they're all white. <laughs> as long as they're all white. And Night- Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Usher got listen. Usher got to be on the flying V. What more did he want? Yep. You can't ask for any more. Um, any other thoughts before we get into our categories? Um, I like this one. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was fun. I think it's silly, yeah. but it does have heart, and it is a cult classic. And funny enough, Jordana Brewster uh, said that uh, when they were getting ready for Fast and the Furious to come out, because she, she's in the Fast and the Furious, the Fast mm-hmm. Saga now. She said uh, when we, it was the opposite in making this movie and, and Fast and the Furious, the first one, because she took the Fast and the Furious movie, and she's like, oh, it'll be a fun summer project, kind of kind of low budget, and then it blew up, and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And she said they were expecting that to happen with the faculty. They're like, this is going to be the biggest movie ever, and they're like, and then it wasn't. It's like, I'm, well, I'm pretty sure if you release Fast and the Furious at Christmas time, also, nobody's going to go see that. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Also, that Fast and the Furious, that's, that's just a good series. I love family and coronas so it, it's just a good series for me it's it's one where i go see the movies and i don't look up what happened on the last one i don't remember it i'm not going to remember this one it's just <laughs> oh yeah the cars jumped cool there's it's so fun there's so much there's lore now to, to the fast saga where it yeah. used to be really easy and now it's like well han died in tokyo drift but then he came back in fast nine because he actually used a holograph to fake his death because kurt russell was there and you're like why huh just this jump ramp some things please this, <laughs> this used to be about honda civics and spoon engines okay and that's <laughs> yeah. what hector's running that's what it used to be about and stealing combo dvd players that's what it was yeah, about dude. and now i uh but don't get me started on the on the fast saga because it's got some holes in it. I don't know. To, to this day, I still live my life a quarter pounder at a time. <laughs> but uh, but but true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Uh. So if if uh, what's the best kill? Uh, best kill for me is probably when they dump the the scat on the teacher and she melts in the in the. <laughs> yeah, I, I love a good melting. I love, uh, I don't know if you can count as a kill, but the decapitation. Mm. No breathing. Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm bleeding. Um, <laughs> Is that Jacoby Shaddix on the, on the podcast right now? Because I could have swore. Yeah. We never had never had one guest on this show, but let's bring in the singer from Papa Roach. <laughs> Listen, people want to shit on Papa Roach. If you, if you, that first album's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if you can count as the decapitation, um, but I like that. And if that doesn't count, then the John Stewart melty scene. Yeah. And what was your oh shit moment? Uh, I think it could be when you the reveal of the creature, or when the creature turns to the girl in the pool. I thought that was just a great yeah uh, visual I think, effect. I think for me it is when John Stewart gets his finger bit because it bothered me so deeply. Okay. And I was just like oh. Oh, God. Because you know it's coming, and then, ugh, hate that. I hated it. Uh, if you liked uh, this movie, what else would you recommend? The Thing. Mm. It's a whodunit, and uh, somebody somebody did it because they're in the body. And I think... That type did, of movie. Didn't we cover that on this podcast a few episodes I th- ago? I think that, yeah, I think that was... Uh, was it this season or last season? It, it was, was last season. season. Yeah, so... Oh, season uh, opener. 
go back and listen to it if you haven't listened to it. Um, yeah. So you'd recommend that thing. Anything else? Uh, they Live. I would mm-hmm. recommend that. I would mm-hmm. recommend Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I'll admit I watched that the one that was in the 70s, and I it was on when I was in the room. I need to rewatch it. And just last night I started the 1950s one. I think I made it 25 minutes in, and it wasn't boring. It's just time for bed. <laughs> I, I, I started. I start movies about 10 minutes before I'm actually about to get tired, which is not a good time to start movies. Uh, and not another teen movie. I'll recommend that as well. Okay. Yeah, I'd recommend. Uh, <laughs> I would recommend uh, the thing. That's a good mm-hmm. one. I would also recommend just the X Files as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good se- it's a good series. I, I haven't watched all of it, but I I've heard, I've heard good things. I've heard good, <laughs> I think it's going places. And then uh, I think really Killer Clowns from Outer Space is it's a fun alien movie that we also covered on this here podcast. Yeah, this season actually. This season. Um, and so I would definitely recommend that as well. And so there's that. And then uh, next week finale. Mm-hmm. You want to go back to aliens? Yeah, they they laugh. They, they love, love. They live. They live. So we're gonna <laughs> what? <are> we, what? <laughs> Unplanned. Oh yeah, we did that. Uh, so we're gonna watch They Live, uh, which is mostly happening because I bought a 4K Blu-ray of it. I was like, I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to watch it and take notes. Uh, it's a fun movie. Good soundtrack. Roddy Piper, Keith David. Mm, yes. Other people. Yeah. What's not to like? <laughs> Other people, consumerism, <laughs> it's fun. Can't wait to discuss it on this podcast. Again, be sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Gavin Horror. He's at Brent Tierhune. We're on Patreon. Give us your money. Uh, Patreon.com slash they're coming to get you. You get all your episodes early, like days early, like not not, not just one or one or two, like several days early. So, sometimes weeks. Sometimes. <laughs> Depends on how... <laughs> how productive we are. Also, if you want to participate in our uh, season end awards, uh, the the list is posted on our social media of the awards, and I'll, I'll send your stuff to one of us on social media. But more so, if you can, they're coming to get you pod at gmail dot com. Yeah, we share that, so we'll definitely see that. Sometimes social, I see everything on social media because I'm not as popular as Brent over here. But he gets so many DMs and nude requests that he he can't he can't keep up with it. Feet, please. Send those <laughs> yeah. hogs. <laughs> what up, foot creeps? What up? Uh, so that's uh, so coming up. Yeah. Until next week, foot creeps. <laughs> They're coming to get you. Yeah. Barbara. They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs>